You're listening to a podcast from Victory. Explore the canon of books that form the New and Old Testaments in week five of our series, Word View. So if you have your Bibles with you, I want you to turn it to Luke 24. I didn't put the verses on the keynote because it's quite long. We're going to read through it, right? So open your Bibles or open your phones and open your app to Luke chapter 24, and we'll start in verse 13, okay? So, that very day, two of them were going to a village named Emmaus, about seven miles from Jerusalem. You know, this is such a good place to take a picture. There's a cliff, uh, there's uh, overlooking uh, the city of Jerusalem, and when we were there, it was just surreal that I'm in Luke chapter 24, taking a picture of the road to Emmaus. So, sobrang haba niya, tinatanong nga namin, saan kaya lalabas to, no? So, from Emmaus, siguro tagaytay ang labas, no? Ah? Yung iba, hindi na gets, okay? No, some pronounce it as Amos, okay? Cavite, okay? So, tagaytay ang labas niya, okay? Diyan ang people's park, okay? Corny ba, chinky? Hindi pasado? Okay, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> verse 14 and they were talking with each other about all these things that had happened while they were talking and discussing together Jesus himself drew near and went with them Jesus came and says can I join you guys okay. uh, but their eyes were kept from recognizing him so they didn't recognize this was Jesus and he said to them what is this conversation that you are holding with each other as you walk and they stood still looking sad. These two men were sad because they thought this Jesus, who was the promised rescuer, would come and turn things around, change the form of government from democratic to federalism, okay, or change, change the form of government, you know, overthrow the Roman uh, government, and then there's going to be peace in the land. But it did not happen. They were sad. They thought this king would come in glory. And Jesus was saying, why are you sad? Now, in verse uh, 18, then one of them named Cleophas answered him, Are you the only visitor to Jerusalem who does not know the things that have happened there in these days? And he said to them, What things? And they said to him, Concerning Jesus of Nazareth. Alamong natatawa na si Lord dito, right? Okay. A man who was a prophet, mighty in deed and word before God and all the people. And how our chief priests and rulers delivered him up to be condemned to death and crucified him. But we had hoped that he was the one to redeem Israel. Yes, and beside all this, it is now the third day since these things happened. Moreover, some women of our company amazed us. Why? Because these women, what were they doing? They were at the tomb early in the morning, and when they did not find his body, they came back saying they'd even seen a vision of angels who said that he was alive. Some of those who were with us went to the tomb and found it just as the women had said, but him they did not see. Remember, they were sad because they went to the tomb, the body was not there, speculations they have, baka may nagnakaw na katawan ni Jesus, and out of all the people, who would be witnesses of the resurrection of Christ. Why the women? Because during the time, nobody believes the credibility of a woman. You see, 
our, the resurrection of Christ hinges on the fact that women were the first witnesses that an angel appeared and said, the body's not here. The, ro- the, uh, the stone has been rolled away. The guards, the Roman guards have fled. And so we don't know where the body is. And they're sad because they thought, where is the body? Talo tayo. Yung manok natin. Wala. So they were sad. And so Jesus was conversing with them. Seven miles, that's quite a long walk, going to Jerusalem. And for sure, they might have been exchanging thoughts about what's happening during those days. And in verse 25, here's what Jesus said. He said, And He said to them, O foolish ones, and slow of heart to believe all that the prophets have spoken. Jesus was in a way frustrated. You're foolish hearts. Okay? A foolish heart still. Foolish ones. Foolish ones. Okay? Slow of heart. Okay? Sabi niya, di ba it has been said since the Old Testament times that this rescuer who would come, who would redeem the people, will be resurrected, prophesied, crucified, and resurrected, and you don't believe. You're slow in your heart. You, don't, you do not want to believe what the Old Testament, the Jewish Bible, have stated in the past that this Jesus will resurrect. Was it not necessary that the Christ should suffer these things and enter into His glory? I'll tell you what the meaning of this verse was. Jesus was talking to them and He said, It has been prophesied, don't you think, as what it was written in the Old Testament, that this king who would come in glory, okay? in their minds, the two guys and the whole people who were hoping for a change of government and a change of rulership, they were thinking when they hear the word glory, what comes to your mind when you hear the word glory? Huh? Sun, chiching, right? shining, shimmering, splendid. Okay? Glory. Wow, glory. Nanalo ng basketball, may ring, may, may championship. Glory. You win the war, people celebrating. Okay. Metro Manila Film Fest float. Glory. Woo. Ah, everybody shouting. That was the glory that was in their mind. That's why they were sad because he died. Now we couldn't find his body. Anong ginagawa ni Lord sa road to Emmaus? He was changing their minds when it comes to the road to glory. That for us in the world today, when we start thinking about glory and greatness, those are the pictures we have. Throne, king, celebration, party, lavish. Jesus was saying the road to greatness, the road to glory is through a suffering king, a suffering servant. The main theme of the Christian faith, the cross. A symbol that is cursed has been made into a symbol of glory. They couldn't get it. Jesus was changing their worldview. The way to change the nation, the way to change the world is not through lavish programs or big events, but through Christians suffering with those who suffered, with Christians who would walk with the people, who would disciple one person at a time. That's how we change the world. We don't change the world by buying a TV station or, or, or you know, 
gain millions of followers as a personality. He changed the world this way. They couldn't comprehend. That's why Jesus had to go back from the Old Testament to the law, to Moses and the prophets, telling them this is how it should be done. He was telling them a new reality, not the reality that we all have. Depende yan eh kung anong paniniwala mo. Ano yung literature na binabasa mo? Anong moving pinapanood mo? Saan ka naniniwala? Saan ka apektado? Is it with the scripture or with the ways of the world? And Jesus was now redefining it for them. In the road to Emmaus, the way to glory is through a suffering king. Verse 27, And beginning with Moses and all the prophets, he interpreted to them in all the scriptures the things concerning himself. Dito lumalabas yung canon of scripture. Okay. Wala pang canon of scripture nun. I'll explain canon, okay? But Jesus had to go back to the Jewish Bible, the Tanakh, and start explaining from the Old Testament to the Moses and the prophets and the book of Psalms. These are all the things for me to change how you think about life, about greatness, about transform, transforming a nation. I've got to change first your view. And how did Jesus do it? Not through the laying on of hands, but through explaining the scripture to them and interpreting to them the Old Testament. Okay? So one by one, in explain ni Lord, kasi malayo naman yung, uh, yung lakad pa nila. He started explaining to them. Okay? Now, the Bible is a library of books. Okay? If you understand, it's a, it's a library of books. It's 66 books. Okay? Into one. So if you read the whole Bible, you didn't just read the book. You read 66 books. Okay? So pag sinabi, nagbasa ka na ba ng book? Pag natapos mo na yung Bible, yeah, 66 lang. Yes. Alright? Nakatapos ka na 66. Alright? That's the Bible, literally. Alright? If you want to finish a book today, you can read the book of Jude, which is one chapter. And say, grabe, nakatapos ako ng libro today. Okay, mga ganon. Diba? Naka one chapter ka, diba? And that's the whole book of Jude. Right? And, and the amazing thing about the 66 books is how it was written. It's written by 40 authors, but supernaturally, may continuity siya. May isang kwento siya. Hindi naman nag-usap-usap yung Old Testament writer at New Testament writer dahil hindi sila same era. Okay? And so, it's been passed on and you see the continuity and the build-up of the story. That's why Jesus explained the Old and then we're going to have the New Testament and Jesus came and all of that pointing to Him. Now, the Old Testament was written in uh, papers. Okay? Or papyrus or papalmorti. Okay. It's written somewhere there. That's the Old Testament. And the New Testament naman was written in parchment. Okay? Alam niyo yung parchment. Nabibili sa national yon, Parchment paper. Right? Now, how credible would be the Bible if you look at it? Now, as what I said, I think, last week, uh, linguists would say it's 99% accurate. Why? I'll tell you why. Because how the Bible was written, the New Testament, okay, was that if this was the original copy of the New Testament story, when it gets old, the parchment, baka magkasmudge, masira, matanggal yung ink, 
what they would do is they made an agreement that we need to destroy the original and write down word for word all these writers coming together in a secluded place to write down word for word from the original. Why did they do that? Why destroy the original? They thought of it, and maybe it was God's idea given to them, was because if this original was discovered and there's smudge and fading, people might misinterpret the Bible. And so we need to rewrite it to make it fresh again. And rewrite and rewrite, and it's passed on. And that's why today they made the conclusion, Christian and non-Christian linguists and scholars, that the Bible is the most accurate ancient literary text in the whole world because of how it was written. It's amazing, right? That's not my claim. That's from a professional who's claiming that it is supernatural. Now, the New Test- Old Testament papyrus, the New Testament was parchment. They glue it together. That's why there's a word called the scroll. It now becomes a scroll. And that's where they read, right? Jesus would go to the uh, synagogue and read fr- from a scroll, okay, the text. You go to Israel, there are still scrolls now that has been preserved through time. Okay? And you would see the Dead Sea Scrolls, okay, where the book of Isaiah was, was uh, replicated now, okay, so that we would see the amazing work and discoveries that's happening even at present day. Now, the canon of Scripture, when you say canon, canon? Okay? For most of us, it's a camera. Okay? But it's not. Okay? The canon is a collection. When you say canon, collection. Okay? It's a collection of books okay, that the church has recognized as having divine authority. Okay? Bakit nagkaroon ng canon? The canon is for them to say, this is the standard of truth that we believe in. And so now we've canonized it. We've made it official that this is the Word of God. It's inspired. It's divine. Okay? Now, the canon is an authority to which all other truths are compared. So somebody, I'll give you present day. Just example, we all go back in time. And for the past 10 years in Green Hills and throughout the history before us, people have been using the scrolls, manuscripts that they're using in synagogues that were considered legitimate. The church fathers now, the council says, why don't we, since we've been preaching from this, come together, study, and legitimately go through the process of canonizing it because there are many heretics preaching the false gospel. Nalala nyo Galatians, si Paul galit na galit sa mga taong nag-preach ng false gospel. Okay? They were adding to the gospel. And so the church council said, let's canonize the book so that this will now be our standard compared to all the others. So whether it's a Dan Brown coming or the lost gospel of Judas coming, we can say, uh, that's wrong because this is what is accepted as truth because we have been using it before it was even canonized and it was legitimate and it was scholarly done and it's divinely inspired, let's not add to it. Okay? That's why there's the canon of Scripture. So if you look, beginning with Moses and all the prophets, he interpreted to them in all the Scriptures the things concerning himself. 
Jesus at this point in the road to Emmaus was using the Old Testament to interpret what was what has happened through his death, life, and re- uh, life, death, and resurrection. So in explaining Lord sa kanya, no? so the New Testament books, when it was now written by the apostles, did not become authoritative for the church because they were formally included in the uh, canon list. It's not. Baliktad. Legitimate na sila, kaya siya kinanonized. It was not legitimate because it was canonized. It was canonized because it was legitimate. You get me? Parang, naget ko ba sarili ko? Okay. Tama, no? Yes. Right? So, alright? So many have challenged this. I think it was uh, close to 10 years ago. I remember more than 10 years ago. I was still at the fort at the time when two books came out that were very famous that came out that changed in a way a generation that has questioned the Bible. Okay. Two popular, okay, I, I won't say academically researched, popular books called Da Vinci Code and the Gospel of Judas. Naalala nyo to? Nung hype? Napanood nyo ba yan? Yeah. Nashake ba kayo sa acting ni Tom Hanks? Galing, okay? Diba? And when this came out, a lot of people started questioning the authority of Scripture. Kita mo, sabi ni Dan Brown, mali ang Bible. Ininvent lang pala ni Constantine nung ginawa niyang official religion yung Christianity nung uh, 300, ano ba yun? AD ba yun? Right? Tingnan mo, they changed, this is no longer the true Bible because Constantine manipulated it to serve his purpose. Okay? Now, the Gospel of Judas naman, it came out, again, sh- shook a lot of people, and maybe people not in this room, okay, because they won't go to church now because they've been shaken. Right? They were shaken because the Gospel of Judas would say, you know, si Jesus ganito lang, si Mary ganyan talaga, and, and all these things that came out. Now, why is that not credible? I'll tell you why it's not credible and why nobody backs it up as a scholar. Number one, the Gospel of Judas first. The Gospel of Judas, okay, the Judas scroll, was written a century later. Okay, so the Bible was written, okay, after 100 years. If you look at the book of Luke, okay, okay, if you look at the book of Luke, you would see in the introduction. It says there, this is written for Theophilus, you know, and all these guys that started naming names. Why would they do that? Because when the Bible was written and the letters were written, the people were still alive. They knew this to be true. Nobody was questioning it. Oh, my name was there. Oh, address natin nandyan pa. They wouldn't know that this would become a very famous book. Okay? It was just a letter written that was compiled. And so you would see the history of it. Now, the Gospel of Judas was written a hundred years later after the Bible, which means it's now not as credible as what was written for people to say who are alive, this is what really happened. Okay? It was made up. The Gospel of Judas, its root is from the Gnostic Gospels that Paul fought against. Galit na galit si Paul sa mga Gnostics. And that's the very root of the Gospel of Judas. Their teaching was 
the sacred and the secular are different worlds. Okay? And they would base it on different literatures that they deem was appropriate. So, so ayon na ayon ni Paul yun. Okay? Galit na galit siya. Yan po yung root ng Gospel of Judas. Now, in Da Vinci Code, it's the same way. Now, contrary to false accusations made by very popular people, none of the lost Gospels was hidden by the church. Wala po tinago yung simbahan. Okay? Specifically, the Catholic Church did not hide anything. Furthermore, no lost Gospels have been discovered since that time. All the discovered books were referred to in the Church Fathers' writings because the Fathers knew of their existence. The early Church knew about the Judas scroll. They did not hide it. It was out in the open. It was not locked in the cave. Okay? But simply, they did not consider them a sacred scripture. So example, itong manuscript natin, ito na yung preach natin, biglang lumabas si, si Chinky na lang, since may one million followers na siya sa Facebook, nagpakita sa akin, anghel. Sabi, magtayo ako, iglesia ni Chinks. Okay? Sinapian ako, habang nasa antipolo ako, kung sa maraming duwende, okay? Tapos nagsusulat ako, hindi ko nga alam kasi nakapikit lang ako pero ang ganda ng sulat ko. Sorry, tinipe ko pala. At nung print out ko, may mga bagong revelasyon ang Panginoon sa akin. Okay. Si Mary pala at si Jesus mag-asawa. Example lang. Which is what the scrolls were saying. Chinky now goes to the church fathers in the council and says, put this in. This is sacred. The church fathers, wow. Why would I put that in? That's your version. We've canonized. Who are you to put it here? This is what happened to the Gospel of Judas. It's like somebody in this room saying, I've got a revelation from God and here's what I found out. Put it there in the book. Who you? It's like that. Okay? But people who were, who were angry of the Christian faith would use this as a weapon, right? Because since the New Testament, ayaw na ayaw na ng mga apostles sa kanila Paul, itong mga Gnostics, galit na galit sila. Right? Now, let's go to the more famous one, Dan Brown. Okay? Uh, Sabi ko nga, maraming, marami akong batchmate shaken by the movie. Dahil nga ang galing ni Tom Hanks. Okay? But when you look at it, the very central of it was that Dan Brown was saying Constantine created the gospel. It's no longer, this, this one is made up by an emperor to serve his needs. So a lot of people who watch it said, huh? okay. a lot of people who read it were shaken. It's sad because it's just Dan Brown. Okay. And, and so when the Vinci Code was exposed, that it was faulty and there were a lot of errors, the only explanation Dan Brown could give was, guys, it's a fiction. Okay? Which is unfair, right? Because in your marketing that made you a millionaire, you said that a lot of the things in that book was true. So when you do some digging up, the very central came from this group called the Priory. Dan Brown exposing the Christian faith by focusing on the priory of Sion, the guardian of dark secret. 
Brown tells his readers it is a factually correct, okay, not a novel, not a fiction, that this priory is a secret society founded in 1099 and still in existence today. A very dark League of Shadows, Razagu group. Okay? Wrong on all accounts. This organization was invented in 1956 by Pierre Plantard, a fantasist who spun increasingly elaborate stories about his invented community. Kya flap na yung angels and demons. Eh? He was exposed. Well, he's rich now. People believe him. A growing community of atheists were transformed by this work of fiction. It's sad. Konting research lang makita mo, all the arguments fall because the Bible in all angles try to discredit it. I don't think you really can. Mapapahuat kay pagkabinasa mo. And then Jesus said, and I want you to get the spirit of what we're saying. Okay? Let me preach now. The beginning with Moses and all the prophets, he interpreted to them all the scriptures, the things concerning who? Himself. Everything points back to him, Christ. Old Testament, New Testament points to Christ. That's why we tell you when you read the Bible, read it macro. Yeah. Sino sa atin nag-umbisa tayo magbasa ng Bible nung bago pa tayong Christian? Daily bread, devotionals, mga maliliit. Those are good, right? It helped us. But if you're longer in the faith and you're still reading it as your main source of, of diet, uh, you might be starving now. Okay? Because it's not, it's mostly micro. Paganito ang tingin. Ito yung text, ito yung ibig sabihin, for me, for me, for me. But you don't get the whole. And that's the problem with a lot of people when they read the Bible. It's like, Reading a novel and starting, ay, ako, pang New Testament lang ako. Old Testament, nakakantok. Hindi ko maintindihan. Ayoko, haba, Old Testament. Right? But when you do that, it's like reading a book and reading chapter 33 to 36 and saying, grabe, this changed me, 33 to 36. Uh, hindi mo alam yung context nung 1 to 32. Diba? Kaya maganda to read the Bible macro. You will see the supernatural continuity of the book. And Jesus was saying, the way you read the scripture is Old Testament, see where I am in those pages. In the New Testament, see where I am in those pages because everything points back to me, Jesus. Jesus should be the hero of your story. Like the classic example, David and Goliath, when you read it, don't think you're David. You're not David. You could be Goliath, okay? Or the brothers of David who were hiding in the tent, afraid, moving in fear. But there was this David who came. But the same David is the same David who committed adultery. Or don't think you're Joseph, who was a dreamer, who had a vision. And you say, I'm Joseph. I'm Joseph. Joseph? Hindi ikaw si Joseph. Okay? You're not. Okay? You're not Joseph. You could be one of the brothers. Why? Because Joseph, if you read the whole story, never mentioned about God during the times he was prospering. He was a sinner. He was spoiled. What is this saying? It's all pertaining that one day there will be somebody greater than Joseph. 
Somebody greater than David. Somebody greater than Noah who built an ark. And after building an ark, when he landed, got drunk and slept naked. The Bible exposes their sin. What is the writer saying? Don't look to those men. It's pointing to something else, someone bigger. And in the New Testament, he came and revealed the mystery, Jesus Christ. So you read the old, you read the new, dapat ang lens mo nasaan si Jesus dito. Right? Even in your own life. When things are happening, how can Jesus be the hero of my own love life? Of my own marriage? Of my family? How could Jesus be the hero of my business? And their eyes were open, And they recognized Him. And He vanished from their sight. So they went to a room, they broke bread, Jesus broke bread, the communion sila, when they ate the bread, their eyes opened. You know why? They ate magic flakes. Okay? <laughs> Whoa! Dito to yung magic flakes. Okay? Ah, magic flakes. Okay. Baka madan brown ako niyan. Okay? But Jesus vanished. They saw. Their eyes were open. That's what, what we want everybody to experience. Your eyes will be open when you read the scripture. You would see. It took me years for my eyes to be open. For the longest time, I look at the scripture and I say, it is a manual to make bad people good people. I've never saw the book as one that will give me life. I thought it was uh, values education. Did not change me. But when I saw it as God's word to me. It did something to my heart. When I saw the overall story of the old and the new, wow, amazing. How this could be. You know, if, if you say, Sino sa inyo hindi kayo reader? Hindi kayo reader. Hirap kayo, magbasa. Parang, Lord, magbabasa na talaga ako. Okay, Matthew 1. Tos, chapter, uh, verse 5 pa lang parang. Uh, si, sino dito ganyan? Alright? Okay. Malamang yung mga tulog sa preaching ko, ganun din. No? Okay. Right? Because <laughs> you're not a reader. I have a recommendation for you. Okay? Just to get the spirit. Okay? I want you to buy a children's book. Okay? It's called Jesus Storybook Bible. So you get the spirit of how the Bible was written. It's very short. Okay? At mga adults, Mga 30 and 40 na hindi nagbabasa. May pictures to. Maganda mga pictures nito. Okay? As in, wow! Mapapawaw ka. Kung talagang inanto ka, may nag-YouTube nung pages, tapos isya na nagbabasa para sa'yo. Okay? Basahin, pakinggan mo na, manood ka na lang. Okay? But just to get the spirit of, wow, the Bible was written at a macro level. Tied up together. Because that's the only way Jesus could change your worldview. He had to go back to the Old Testament and the prophets and Psalm and then tie it up now to what we have, the New Testament, the promise fulfilled for us. And then they said to each other, did not our hearts burn within us while He talked to us on the road, while He opened to us the Scripture? Have you ever felt that? The burning of the heart? May binasa ka tapos binago ka? Have you ever experienced that with Scripture? You read it and there was a burning in your heart 
Now, if you've never experienced that, maybe you've not read the script, scripture, right? But have you ever felt that that's why your life is where it is now? Because there was a burning in your heart that happened in the past. That you've given millions to charity and to churches. And people are, 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 are questioning your, why, why, why you give? Couldn't understand. There was a burning in my heart, a burden that God has put. It has changed me. Bakit masyado mong inalagaan yung misis mo? Bakit ganyan kayo? There was a burning in my heart. But kana volunteer? Volunteer ka na naman. Dami pang pwedeng gawin. Nag-volunteer ka na naman for the church. Wala namang bayad yan. Kaya nga, volunteer. Okay. Well, because there is a burning in the heart. I couldn't explain. Why did I leave show business to be a pastor? Because there was no offer. Okay. <laughs> no, literally, there was a burning in my heart. Not the show business. Huh? Business. There was a burning in my heart. I could do this for the rest of my life and be happy. You cannot unchange it. It has happened and it's like this. Why did you remain pure and holy and not have sex before marriage? Because when I read the scripture, there was a burning in my heart. I couldn't understand. I know everybody was doing it, but I'm not. Call me old-fashioned. I call it burning of the heart. The scripture did its work in me. I cannot explain how would the burning happen of the heart? If you look at this verse, there's only one way. Open up the scripture. Hindi memorize victory music, hindi victory groups. Victory group is a tool to help you study the word so we can open up the scripture and study it. It's not friendship. It's not YouTube videos. It's opening up the Word. Try it for those who haven't. That's how God reveals Himself. That's where conviction happens. It's a Bible. Then He said to them, now, we jump. That was the commentary of the two men. There was a burning in my heart. Now, Jesus appears to the disciple in verse 44 of the same chapter. Then He said to the disciples, these are my words that I spoke to you while I was still with you, that everything written about me in the law of the Moses and the prophets and the psalm must be fulfilled. Talking about, again, the Old Testament scripture. He says, I need to say all these things to you and teach you all these things so that you might have, what? Next verse. Then he opened their what? Their minds. Now I get it. Now I appreciate the scripture. Because the Holy Spirit opens our minds so that we could see. Thus it is written, the Christ should suffer and on the third day rise from the dead. This was the issue at the time. Glory. They thought glory was woo, victory, panalo. Woo. Jesus with the whip, fighting the enemy, Avengers coming, destroy. They thought that was it. But it was through the cross, suffering servant. Jesus saying, that's how we do it as Christians. And rise from the dead. And that repentance for the forgiveness of sin should be proclaimed in His name to all nations beginning from Jerusalem. 
And then I want to end with this verse 48. And I believe this is a very timely verse for everybody here. You are witnesses of these things. I go back to what I said two weeks ago. The greatest evidence of the authority of Scripture is who? It's you. Would you believe that many people, and I believe this statement, will not open the Bible? They will not. I've interviewed some of them. There's no way they're going to open up the Bible. They're anti-God. But the only Bible they'll see is who? It's you. How you speak. Do you listen? Lifestyle. Profess one thing, say another thing. Right? The most interesting thing is, of all the people that I've interviewed for my, for my, for my paper, None of them hated Jesus. They hate the church. They hate religion. For Jesus, they could say nothing. But because we say we're followers of Jesus, they think it's Jesus. We're the greatest evidence, if this is any authority, for many outside the walls of this church. They would look and say, Ah, totoo. Nothing's different. It's a challenge for everybody here as a church. Right? Are you willing to make this the authority of your life? Are you willing for the Spirit to do its work in you through the Scripture? Open hearts, open minds, like what happened in the road to Emmaus. Let that be your prayer. Lord, open my heart, open my mind when I open the Scripture. You cannot pray that prayer and say, open my heart, open my mind, even if I don't open the scripture. There's no way. This is how God primarily communicates to us. You have to read the Bible. Kung marami kang tanong, confused ka pa rin, hindi ka nag-grow, frustrated ka sa faith mo, question, nagbabasa ka ba ng Bible? The opening of the hearts and the mind would never happen without the opening of the book. You've got to open this book. Read through it, study it devour it. I was grade, in grade school when I started reading the Bible. In grade 6, when I met Pastor Ferdy and he discipled me, he said something that up until now, I live out. Sabi niya, if you read the book, Batman na Batman yung dating. I don't care what book, but if you read the book, you question it. Don't swallow everything. Some you spit out. But only one book. But it's true. One book that you'll truly swallow and devour the scripture. The most accurate literature in the entire known world. Devour it because it changes you. Changes your worldview. Sa Pilipinas, grabe, isang daan. Sa, ba- sa hotel, kinukupit. Diba? Sobrang mura ng Bible dito. Minsan, kung ano pa yung sobrang dami, yun yung hindi nagagamit. Right? So I challenge you, if you're saying, I want to grow in God, I'm a Christian, I'm a child of God, read your Bible. If you're a skeptic, an agnostic, read the Bible first. Sabi ko two weeks ako, huwag kang taka-taka. 
Eh, Bible, daming contradiction eh. Basahin mo muna. Hindi mo pa binabasa, dami ng contradiction. Right? Read first. Study. Question. Come to us. Here's my commitment. Okay? You have any questions about the Bible? Okay? Here's what I want from you first. A commitment from you first. Buy a Bible. Get a ball pen and a notebook. Start to underline. Circle. Question. Write notes. Question. Collect all the questions. Email me. I will answer your questions. If it's about the Bible. If it's about my weight, I will not. Right? About the Bible, yes. My beauty regimen, I won't answer. Okay? That's a secret. Okay? But the Bible, I will. And this is applicable since this is recorded only for the 9 and 11 a.m. service. Okay? okay? May pastor kayo, mga ibang service. Okay? Do kayo sa pastor niyo. Okay? 9-11 lang, puno na ako. Okay? Madami to. Okay? But really, seriously, we'll study the Word together. I'll introduce you to friends who's studying the Bible so you can study with them. If you don't have a victory group, that's where we primarily study the Bible together. We reason out in victory groups. Ano ba ibig sabihin nito? Oh, shinare ng leader mo. Ito yung, ito yung quiet time niya. Oh, ano ibig sabihin niya? Ano ibig sabihin doon? Baka yung iba hindi lang masagot. Okay lang. Babalik, babalik ang kanila. Right? But really, if you have questions, email me, message me. Right? I'd love to answer those questions. Basta about the Bible. Okay? Right? Not about, ano ah, oy, may nabasa akong, no, no, Bible. Nagbasa ka, may tanong ka sa scripture. Okay? Huwag yun, nasaan ang dinosaur? Huwag ganun, okay? May nabasa ka, you jump off from that, I'll answer those. Is that okay? Which means, you, you read. Okay? It's not like, barbero, kwentong barbero. Narinig ko kasi, sabi sa Bible, saan yun, okay? Sabi mo yung text, email mo ako, message mo ako, para ma-copy-paste ko kay Randall, siya nasasagot, no? Right, but really, we'll love to answer because our, my goal, our heart here, kami ni Pastor uh, Fernando, okay, sila Randel, some of our leaders, sila Mia dito, sila Chinky Novi. Heart naman namin maggrow kayo sa word ni Gandhi. We grow deeper in the word to the point. Wag na kayo tatakbo sa amin. Marunong na kayo magresearch. May Bible study tools kayo. It's so helpful, you know. I in the past I would run all the time to people asking questions until they taught me how to study it. In the next coming weeks, we'll teach you how to study the scripture. Since we've taken three weeks to tell you this is such a trustworthy book. Now we want you to study. Okay? You just heard a podcast from Victory. For more messages like these and to access other resources, please visit victory.org.ph or like our page on Facebook at facebook.com slash victoryph.